0: My name is Sherry Wilson, and I'm here to fill your ears with the best business content I can give you while you work out, commute, clean your house. Anything to help you work your biz like a boss. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. And I want to take you inside a recent startup mentoring process to show you how businesses are really launched. And it might surprise you. In fact, this episode wasn't even planned, but after finishing up a mentoring process with a client of mine, I noticed a pattern with him that I just know you need to know. So let's dive in. So we're going to start off first with the idea. I will never forget sitting on my husband's grandmother's couch that she had given us. My husband and I were 24 years years old with a five-year-old son, and we lived in this sweet little rent house outside city limits. It was such a fun time. I loved that rent house. My son and I would go on drives around a circular street by our house in his go-kart. He would often be the one driving, even at that young age. And then we'd also go for walks just to see this horse that was uh, pinned uh, next to us, had her own, like I guess you would say, yard and little stall and stuff. And we would go pet her and my husband was working and, you know, we made okay money for being so young, but I wanted to earn my own money. And I love being a mom, but I've always been a business owner. And so I wanted a business where I could either be with my son or and not take very much time away from me, so or away from him. So my very first business was as a medical transcriptionist for a local doctor. And I did this for several years until a dispute over my price. I had decided to give myself a small raise up to the standard rate, but the doctor didn't like it. So we parted ways, and I decided I wanted to do something different, but I didn't know what. So there I was on that couch, and I was frustrated with trying to figure out how to do something on my new computer, and I had this thought, I wish I had someone to show me how to use my new computer. Now, I've always been really, really good with computers. I have a had natural tendency to pick up on how to use different pieces of software. And they pretty much have a set pattern with small variations. So it doesn't take me much time to figure out software and computers and things like that. And of course, I'm referring to home use computers and software. As soon as I had that thought, I then had a second thought. Why not me? So at that point, I decided that I might have a good business idea. I need to flesh out the details and make sure there's a market for it. So I decided early on, I did not want to specialize in anything but using the computer and the software aspect of that use. I found out that no one in the tech industry specialized in those areas. Uh, It was all hardware, especially in my hometown. Uh, I couldn't find anybody that did it nationwide yet. And so uh, I found out pretty quick, okay. I've got a viable idea. I also figured out my target market would probably be 50-year-olds and up. I launched it on January 1st, 1998. I still have clients to this day. And actually, it was an accident when I launched it. It's kind of a funny story. I, at the time, had uh, low blood sugar. And I had a low blood sugar episode. And it was serious enough to go to the doctor and he checked everything. It seemed like everything was okay. Uh, You know, gave me some options and some things to do to uh, prevent that from happening. And he said, what do you do for a living? And I just blurted out, I own a computer training uh, business. And he's like, oh, I need to hire you. And that was literally my first client. So with my mentoring client that I was telling you about uh, at the beginning of this podcast, He had an idea or has an idea for tiny homes and cabins that could go many different directions, building and customizing them, consulting, furnishing them with custom pieces and then even buying land and having them on that land for vacationers or those who maybe want to live there. And I don't want to give too much information out there because, uh, you know, I'm just to me it's confidential and I don't like to give away people's uh, business ideas. His dream was the buying land option versus building and customizing and things like that. And, you know, he's like this free uh, guy, this independent guy. He likes to be able to do his own thing. And to me, him buying land and having these tiny cabins and tiny homes on there was like perfect for his personality us entrepreneurs wear many hats but there are some hats that we don't want to wear and we don't want to know how to wear and that's where fiverr comes in fiverr puts the whole world of freelance talent at your fingertips for all kinds of things that we need done like logo design writing and translation digital marketing video and animation music and audio programming and tech web design and more they even have lifestyle freelance freelancers to help you with personal style relationship coaching, health and fitness, and so much more. I recently used them to type the transcript of a video for me and was amazed at how fast and professional my freelancer was. You'll find high-quality services at every price point. There's no hourly rates, just project-based pricing. And your payments are protected. Go to SherryLovesFiverr.com and get started. That's Sherry with an I and Fiverr with two R's. And, you know, he's like this free... Uh, guy, this independent guy. He likes to be able to do his own thing. And to me, him buying land and having these tiny cabins and tiny homes on there was like perfect for his personality. But it just didn't seem like it was something he was going to be able to do right then because of the cost of land, etc. And I figured, well, let's work toward that. Let's use your business idea to start building the capital that you need to buy the land. Well, I really, really wanted to see him start with his dream. It, you know, again, just fit fit him and his personality. Uh, building and customizing uh, part of his uh, plan would have used a lot of time and possibly tie him down to his business. And most entrepreneurs, they either want to do what they love and to them work is not work, it's a passion, or um, they want to have a business that frees them up to do the things that they really want to do. And I felt that with this client of mine, it was actually both of those. So the entire goal, though, was, you know, primary to create the freedom he wants while he pursues his passion. So I have a specific set of areas I take my clients through to flesh out their business idea, develop their brand identity, and strategize their online presence for launch. On top of that, there are specific action steps I require to take the dream to action. And I find that this will challenge my clients. And if my clients really believe in their ideas, they will press past the discomfort So this time is one of a lot of research and phone calls, planning, strategizing, and emotional intelligence development. Everyone has emotional intelligence blind spots, and it will cause them to get in their own way. So by having me in the picture, I present just enough challenge to see if they will break or persevere. Now, here's the secret that is the entire point of this podcast and the pattern I have begun to see with my clients, and one I've seen with myself in every business I've started to date. I call it the curveballs. So during the fleshing out phase, unforeseen opportunity comes knocking that either propels my clients into their original dream idea or opens up an entirely new revenue stream that was previously unseen. So let me give you two examples. Back to my tiny home cabin client. His dream idea, again, was buying land and having these tiny homes and cabins on it along with other services that promoted outdoor fun and freedom surrounded by beauty. Again, it didn't seem like a now possibility for him, so he started working toward the other idea with a focus on our eventual destination of the land idea. It was in the midst of fleshing all of this out that an opportunity presented itself where he could actually realize his dream idea now. So prime real estate location that's absolutely perfect for what he wants to do opened up. I was not surprised. I was delighted, but not surprised because I've seen this happen over and over. In my case for this business, Genius Communication Limited Company, which is the uh, business behind this podcast, I had a sole idea of building two online courses to generate passive income for a future dream that I have. And I had a huge learning curve. Because I'd never done online courses, Facebook ads, etc., that I tackled in 2016, and I also in that time, actually five months worth of time, I built my original course, Genius Communication, and then later I launched Build Your Brand Like a Boss. I've later renamed the course Genius Communication to Persuade Like a Boss. It was right after I developed my first course that I was presented with an opportunity to work with a local business and training their staff using my material. That then branched into hiring uh, or hiring consulting and social media marketing and management. So a large revenue stream opened up that I never saw coming. That's why I call them curveballs. So here's the deal. If I hadn't started preparing and if my client hadn't started preparing and working toward those goals, we wouldn't have been ready nor in position to capture the opportunities when they came or to catch those curveballs. You see, there's no such thing as an overnight success. An overnight success is actually years to decades of hard work, never giving up, and honing their skill until one day opportunity knocks on the door and that person is ready to step right in. It can feel like the foundation work that no one sees is a waste of time, but I guarantee you that while you are working towards your business launch, you are not just developing the product or service. You are positioning yourself for opportunity, a.k.a. the curveball that comes out of nowhere. In addition, you're also developing the character and emotional intelligence needed to run a successful business and handle the difficulties and difficult decisions that will come your way. So here's my advice. Embrace and enjoy the journey. It's not a waste of time. It's not for nothing as long as you don't quit. Be flexible and have eyes to see opportunity when it comes. I could have refused to do local business work when I was first presented that opportunity because I was so focused on my online course business, but that local work has paid off almost $56,000 of debt. For some of you, that dream idea that you don't quite see how you can do it might be the curveball like with my client. You'll find yourself able to step right in and not need a stepping stone business to get you there. But I promise, none of that will happen if you don't start taking real quality action steps toward your dream. I love taking quizzes, and I love making quizzes, and I've developed a quiz just for introverts. Us introverted entrepreneurs can have a rough time starting that combo, pitching our product or service, and networking in a way that produces more business can be nerve-wracking, and it can be overwhelming. But did you know that there are actually four introvert types? I had no idea until I began to research it. And from that research, I developed the introvert flavor quiz. You'll learn which type of introvert you are, how you connect best with clients, how you best conduct business, and more. So head over to sherryannwilson.com forward slash introvert-flavor-quiz and find out your introvert flavor. I hope today's podcast gave you some actionable wisdom that you can do immediately for your business. I've got a lot more free training on my website at sherryannwilson.com. Sherry with an I and with an E. But before you go, please leave a kind review of this podcast. It's like giving me a hug in podcast world. Work Your Biz Like a Boss is a Mr. Joseph production. What do you think, Joseph?